0: ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist.
1: You ain't got to do nothing, what. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't writing anyway, nothing. I ain't letting him write He ain't getting no
0: interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Cawkins Show. I don't
1: get no interview.
2: I know. I'm good.
0: On 929 FM, ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bottles popping up before you know it There's rubble in the office We'll be pushing it up Somebody say You better run it I predict the last <laughs> wave <laughs> I've been
3: everybody. Happy Tuesday. I am so grateful that it is Tuesday. uh, Because on Tuesday, we have Charles Fishman, our man in Washington, D.C. And listen, it's a segment that I enjoy. It's a controversial segment. We don't talk about interest rates or whatever on a lot of sports talk shows. Uh, so across America, I don't know what they're doing, and they're misguided, uh, and they're misguided decisions about what what they want to talk about. But I'm so I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Fish on Friday on Tuesday, every single Tuesday. But today of all Tuesdays, because I don't think there's a, a chance that we'll talk to him about John Moran. I don't think he has a whole lot to contribute on John Moran.
2: Although he may view this as a challenge, <laughs> it's possible.
3: Because here we are, let's see. It's uh Saturday, so Sunday, Monday,
2: uh Tuesday,
3: 72 hours after this thing really took off, right?
2: Yes, I think that's fair.
3: I've I've kind of had it. But but the problem is the problem is there is nothing else, particularly in Memphis, and I mean this is a slight exaggeration, but nothing else really matters, including the game tonight, including nothing else matters really in, in the world of Memphis sports. Like, eh, the Tigers are going to the tournament. That matters. That'll matter later this week, right? But it certainly doesn't matter today. But it doesn't matter yeah. today. There is some Memphis news we'll get to. Nothing, but in, in the big picture, it, it certainly as it pertains to the Grizzlies, nothing else matters but everything's been said and then a million times it has been said. So literally there's no, what are we going to sit here and talking about their fourth quarter uh, woes, which kind of are impacted by whether John's going to be there. Like nothing else matters, but everything has been said a million times over. And so, I mean, literally everyone in America said something about John Morant yesterday. And, um, and so I'm really grateful to have fish on Friday on Tuesday, uh, coming up later on today. Uh, you know what the we're going to do in the first segment, I thought we just, I thought we'd talk about John Morant and, uh, and the next segment, I thought we'd have a, a relatively, I can't promise, but relatively Morant free sports talk show. Then Chris Harrington will join us. He didn't even want to talk about Morant yesterday, really. Like, he was already, he'd reached this point of, oh, I have to, you know, wade in with all these other, like, everything. Like, uh, and uh, so, but, but we, 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 there's other NBA stuff as well. We'll talk to Chris about some of this, but other NBA stuff as well. And then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. So that is the lineup uh, for today. Uh, I thought I'd start, Jeffrey, but I think I've got this. I think I have the complete list here, okay? All the opinions on John Morant. Like, all the takes that there are to have on John Morant. I think I have them all, okay? And I want you to tell me, we're going to go through them pretty quickly. On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, 1, that's complete garbage. 10, yeah, 100%, kind of undeniable, and uh, uh, or, or somewhere in between. But I think I have literally... So ten is undeniable. One is garbage. Yes. Okay. And 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 where are you? We you and I may disagree on some of these. Okay. These are people's opinions. People's opinions. Things I have heard. We're grading. We're grading the, the takes. We're grading the takes on on a on a on a, on a, on a uh, one. To okay, 10 here scale. we go on a one to ten scale. Um. We hope this is the bottom. Eight. I'm going ten. How is that not possible? Don't we, I, we? I'm not predicting. We hope that's 100 percent true. How can that not be a 10? Who doesn't hope that it's the bottom?
2: Again, I'm I'm grading the. You're
3: saving room for the for, the
2: for the Russian. I agree. Right. I'm not. It's not necessarily whether or not I agree with it. I'm. It's for me. It's no, no, not the quality of the take. Correct. It's whether we agree with it. In like, fact, whether I, we think it's I a need a stronger take.
3: No, no, no. We're not judging the quality of the take. We're judging on whether we believe this to be true. Whether it's a, a true thing or not a true thing. 10. Okay. go ahead. Uh, T's got to be a, a, a dad, not a friend. Nine. See, I'm giving that one a three. Okay. And the reason I'm giving that one a three is I don't know what he is. Sure, I mean, that's... and I don't also think you can change whatever he is. I don't think today he can sit here and be a. a, 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 a if, if he's been a friend, not a dad. And it is interesting. Like the whole friend-dad thing, all we knew was that for the longest time, T was his toughest critic. Remember, we heard that all the time. His number one hater. His number one hater, toughest critic, whatever else. So, uh, so you're giving that one, a eight? You yeah, that one an eight? Uh, uh, yeah. Whatever. I'm giving it a three. I'm not a big fan of that one. All right. Um, he has to realize he is a role model for millions of children. I don't know if he had. – I'll say five on that. I think so, too. There's no chance he's going to – there's no chance that's going to, like, shape this. It would be nice if he would, right? I mean, I think it would help his bank account. Yes, and it would help his bank account. And it would be nice. It would be great if he said, ma, I'm disappointing a lot of children here with my actions. But because that's not just going to happen, I'm going to give that a three
2: or four. Okay, here you go. He has to tighten his circle. This is what I've been thinking about. Um, I'm going to be, like, a seven on this. And what's your thinking here? I do think he. It's not even necessarily tighten the circle. I think he needs to change the circle. I think there need to be people in the circle that are from the outside that aren't completely dependent on John Morant and that can give him outside advice. Yeah, it, it's it's
3: to me this is a tough one as for me to talk about because it it often sounds like coming from a sixty-one year old white guy, it sounds like you got a radio of his friends from the neighborhood. You know those people are bad people. You grew up with you got it. That's what it sort of comes off sounding like. And yeah. well, first of all, it may be Jaws the instigator here. It may not be I mean, the that, people that's around. That's the other aspect like, who of Who knows? This? Yes. Who knows where the whose circle needs to tighten? Whatever else. I think it is generally true for all of us, though. And so when and then when other people, honestly, when you know other African American athletes say this, they have to me more credibility saying this than 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 than, than I have saying it. Uh, and so I feel a little uncomfortable with that one, but I do agree that we are all better off if we have people around us who enhance our positive habits and, 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 and don't feed into the negative ones. Right. Sure. So I'm not going to completely, I know people like it dismiss that one cause you're talking down to him or cause it's vaguely racially charged or whatever. But I, if, we're, if we're saying he needs good people around him who help him make good decisions, I actually kind of agree with that one.
2: Yeah. I'm to give that one a seven. I don't even necessarily like, – he doesn't even necessarily have to tighten the circle. I think he just needs new voices in the circle. Nike
3: Nike is in the end going to be what makes him make the right decisions here. Or Nike needs to rein him in. Or Nike the, – the, the, the Nike. It's going to be up to Nike. So I agree with this. I, I 100% do agree that – here's the thing about Nike – He doesn't care what I say. He doesn't care what the Pacers say. He doesn't care necessarily what a lot of people says. He cares profoundly about his shoe deal. Correct. Not just for the money, but the money is a huge part of it, but also for everything it represents. I actually think I'm going to eight or nine on that one.
2: Yeah. I mean, I personally believe Nike's one of the greatest marketing companies of all time. And I do think that they're invested in the John Morant business, and I think it would be wise that we
3: have seen people just say screw it, I don't care. Like uh, sure, uh, Kyrie and Kanye, people who are just completely off off the beam, right? They, yeah. I don't care. You, I don't care if it's costing me billions of dollars.
2: I mean, Alan they also Iverson had already and, made their money. Alan Iverson didn't. You know, I mean, in the end, that's why he was why he was with Reebok. Like it's because he didn't care.
3: Um, okay, here's one. Uh, here's one. This was from yesterday. He's a gang member.
2: Yeah, that's a one
3: for me. <laughs> This, the, the, the 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 garbage that I heard yesterday was that was of course from Skip Bayless, but then Kendrick Perkins. I hey, let me give you this one. You know, uh, uh, it's it's this is Des Bryant, This is Des's and Jaron Jackson Jr.'s fault as well. Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr.'s fault as well because I see how they talk on social media.
2: Yeah, that's a two for me.
3: It's crazy. This is just crazy. That that's that some of the stuff that was going on. But we're trying to go through all of the, uh, we're all of the things. The Grizzlies have to stop enabling
2: him. This is the toughest one because I don't. I think the system in place, you do have to enable him. In the end, John Morant, you need John Morant way more than he needs you. Right. And we
3: also don't know. Sure. It, it felt like that they were in in the in the way that they their public spinning they were enabling him right they certainly protected him publicly i don't know what they were doing behind the scenes so i'm a little uncomfortable with that one okay one well, then here's one he's a 23 year old and 23 year olds do dumb things
2: yeah like a 7 8 i'd give that a 10 i think
3: that's true or yeah. 9 I, I think there's nothing it doesn't mean he will stop doing dumb things or whatever else but do i agree with that take i've said it myself
2: Yes, I also— Julie
3: Julie called us yesterday on the phone and said, listen, my kids have done dumb things. It doesn't—that's not as by way of an excuse, but I think it's demonstrably true and does put in context some of—something that is important to remember, even if it's obvious.
2: Yeah, I just also think, though, it's one thing to do very dumb things. It's another thing to go live.
3: That's a really, really dumb thing. Yes. That that is a really, really, really—but, you know, it's also dumb to get in a car and drive drunk and kill somebody. You know, like, what were you thinking? 100%. I think I'm, I'm 100% on there. Um, um, uh, he ha- he has to stop protecting the tough guy image because he's not a tough guy. That one's you hear you hear that one a lot. You have to I, stop this need uh, to protect. Is he's not a tough guy?
2: Yeah, I mean to me, like I agree with that. Like it's a seven for me. Like I, it doesn't come across as authentic. Like yesterday, there were some clips flying around of Ja before this year, like in interviews and whatnot, he sounds like a different person when he was being interviewed. And to me, like, I don't know, this really, the persona very much changed this year. Now, you could make the argument, maybe this was the persona he wanted all along, but he didn't feel comfortable enough, and now he's letting his true self fly. But it does not come across as authentic to me. Uh, I guess the question is: Is do you
3: think he's consciously trying to project a sub uh, a tough guy thing? Like, do you
2: think he's he's saying? Yeah, uh, I think he wants to be like the. You, he does. I think. I don't. He, yeah.
3: All right. Here's a, here's another one. Uh, he has a substance problem. I'm gonna say
2: a two on that. Like, I you know what I mean? Like, it's It's pure speculation. And so it's. I mean, twenty-three-year-olds oftentimes drink a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, does does that mean? To me, the only thing that gives that a credence is the whole the language that they're using of of
3: that every you know we help better ways to make them heal, better ways to deal with stress, better ways. It's yeah, like,
2: but you could also make the argument that's a PR move.
3: Oh yeah, you could. Yeah, I think I will give that a, a a four, but it's wildly speculative. Uh, okay, have I missed any? Have I missed any takes? There's. Uh, I mean, aren't that? Didn't that summarize them? What,
2: what? What do we have? Anything else? Those, those were the ones that I I recalled yesterday. But like you, I got to the point yesterday when I got home after the I'm afternoon show. The, yeah, garbage. I was like, that was Enough's one of the enough. most annoying days of my life.
3: Well, and then we've also uh, we've also this is a there was Jab Warrant is now uh, like the joke is is whatever. Uh, people were saying it's not not John ja it's Ja Warrant. Like mm. like that. We've well, I've gone into humor category and then we have uh i won't I won't say the other one so um cuz it's really not it's not it's not funny so the story though the the take honestly that i think news take whatever else it is that didn't feel like just people talking you you got to have your own strong opinion about this and one way filling, or another filling airtime was shams so shams uh in the afternoon uh issued a report well here do we have it we have it
1: here it is the nba's investigation is ongoing there's a lot of questions that that they need answered but there's also broken investigation that the colorado police department have taken on and all of this could lead to more disciplinary measures the grizzlies have been supporting morant they want him to be better But I think there's an understanding around them, around the league, around players within the Grizzlies that this was bound to come to a head. There have been reoccurring issues with Morant. And now there will be an onus on him to take accountability and take the burden of receiving help, reflecting on his actions. And the team, I'm told, believes that he has taken some level of accountability so far that he is. Trying to be understanding and vulnerable in this state, but he needs to get on track and it's on him at this point to go find that help that he needs. And what's more is I'm told guys that there was a players only meeting recently where Steven Adams, their veteran center, he spoke out about how the team needs to show better discipline on the road, how um, they need to stay away from going out. Uh, when they're on the road this team is 12 and 20 on the road this year they're stellar at home but that's a poor road record for them and i'm told those in the room when stephen adams spoke out they knew exactly who he was directing this to it was no one other than john morant and so clearly john morant still went out in the early hours of saturday That video was posted with the gun, and there's questions. Was the gun his? Did he have a license? Was he traveling with the gun? Where did the gun come from? Was it a friend's? How many other weapons were there? Is it even legal to carry a weapon in the area that they were at? So there's a lot of questions that not only local authorities and also the league need answered. So there you go. Um, And first, of course, one of the reasons that
3: that people are going to... Keep talking about this. They play the Lakers tonight, you know? Yeah, on national Um, TV. So it isn't stopping. Is there is this, you can't go beyond, you can start to move past something once you know the resolution. And, And now, when there is this investigation, and an investigation that could lead to substantial penalties from the NBA. It's going to be a continuing, it is going to be a continuing discussion point. He is, you know, he's one of the NBA's absolute biggest stars. And the truth of the matter is when it comes to NBA, most of the conversation around that league, for good or for ill, on talk shows and all of that, it's not about the actual basketball. It never has been. You know, it's about KD wants this and Kyrie wants this, and who's going to be picked last in the All Star Like, it's it's rarely about basketball until maybe you get to the NBA Finals or something, right? Then it's about basketball. So this is what people are the going. Play- I think the playoffs, the playoffs. is. Yes. this is what people are going to be talking about endlessly, endlessly. That Shams report, though, in addition to alluding to the continuing investigation, which is obviously a big deal going forward, it referenced this players-only meeting. Players-only meeting that ostensibly doesn't give the exact timing on it. Did it happen before the game? Did it happen after the game? Did it happen on the flight out? Did it, Like when was, we don't know exactly when this players, but sometime before Ja went out that night, and I you got the sense that from the way Shams phrased it, it was in the 24 hours pre- prior to the game.
2: Yeah, right. You you got the sense that it was pretty close to immediately. Right. That there was a players only meeting, saying, "Yo, guys,
3: we got to stop ripping it up here on the road because we're terrible on the road. It's time to buckle down uh, and uh, stop all the partying and be more disciplined. We're 12 and 20 on the road. This is a an important time of the season." calm down and and he also said that it was clear that they was talking to job that was the main conversation now uh people have all kinds of reasons to make all kinds of reports and uh and, and i'm honestly not gonna I, I don't necessarily know that that is exactly how it happened 100 true even you know shams is good shams is good at reporting things um people also have reasons to report what they want to report there were two things though that to me would be really bothersome and worrisome about this report. One is the mere fact of it. Literally, if you've got Steven Adams leading a players-only meeting, and then you have Ja responding to that meeting by doing what he did that night, speaks to not necessarily the uh, uh, most cohesive, uh, focused, uh, all-for-one, one-for-all.
2: Um, Locker room, doesn't it? Yeah, not exactly an airtight locker room.
3: Right. But then the second part, so, so that that is really problematic. Literally, this was a point of conversation. Steven Adams, the wise one, uh, is leading the leading the meeting, and John has such regard for those words of wisdom that he does what he does. That's More evidence, by the way, that he didn't care what any, again, if this report is true, they didn't care what anyone thinks. Didn't care about the Pacers, the league, the Washington Post, like, and now his teammates. So that is a highly problematic report from that perspective, if it's true. The other thing that's problematic about that report is that it exists. Yeah. Because it means, if it's true, someone told Shams that. And that would be presumably someone from the Grizzlies. Yeah. It's funny. I saw Wolken said the Grizzlies are leaking, that they did. I, I didn't see how this, the idea that the Grizzlies organization would leak this is insane to me. <laughs> they wouldn't. It's just stupid. The, the Grizzlies would not, le- it makes them look bad. It makes Jaw look worse. They're not, right now everyone's piling on jaw. Everyone's clobbering jaw. The Grizzlies are not in the business of saying, hey, by the way, Stephen Adams led a meeting and just gave him the double bird too and went out and party.' So this notion that it was somehow the Grizzlies trying to protect their reputation by leaking the story to Shams, crazy. The idea that someone from the Grizzlies in the locker room could have leaked that story to Shams, couldn't have been Chandler Parsons, wasn't wasn't there, was he? I don't believe he was there. Not this time. No. Not this time. You uh, can never rule him out, though. That is highly problematic in terms of what you kind of hope is, is that in the midst of this firestorm, and it is a firestorm, of a, of a it's this this organization, I'm, I feel bad for them, because this organization, for the last three years, Jeffrey, what do they do in terms of a PR perspective? Everything is buttoned down, control, air, airtight, control. Everything is controlled to the tightest degree. Like, you, we, you, when is the last time we had a grizzly on this radio show? Can't have that because we speak with one voice. Like everything is tightly controlled, buttoned down, spun hundred percent, and here they are. Can you imagine what it's like to be? Now they're in the middle of a tornado. There's no control. What It is 100% they're like uh, the Wizard of freaking Oz. The
2: house is spinning. Yeah. It's also why I think that this approach is... They're controlling. Yeah, you can't control it. Correct. I, the Grizzlies operate to me the same. There was no difference to me between covering the Grizzlies and trying to cover a SEC football team. Um,
3: but here you have this situation where this is now, what you hope is in the midst of this firestorm that the locker room and the is like, hey, we'll get through this together. Because honestly, it's insane right now. Like it's insane. I I, I hope Ja isn't on social media for the next five years, because what what is hap- Nike controls it. What is happening now is freaking insane. The level of discussion, the level of wild speculation, <laughs> the level of irresponsible accusations is crazy, and. What you kind of hope is that in that locker room now you actually do hope they're like, okay, hey, it is kind of us against the world now. Not, not like, not that they're out to get us. We did whatever, but there's only one way. There's only one way through this, and that is to stick together, to do the best we can, to support Ja, to support each other, and away you go. If that is a leaking from the Grizzlies locker room, it suggests that's less likely, doesn't it? Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, I suppose it's always possible you could turn it around, but it doesn't.
3: Oh no, you can definitely. I, none of this to me is. That's the other thing. I, I, I was thinking about this. They mentioned someone the earlier the drive, driving in here today. They were talking about Antonio Brown, and not not the jaws to be compared to Antonio Brown. A much bigger star. Uh, B uh, not nearly the 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 list of criminal activities and 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 whatever that Antonio Brown had. Or um, so I'm not comparing them. But we do see in the world of sports, there are things that once looked promising that what the hell just happened? You know, like what the hell just, and some of those are just like, just like player stuff. Like once upon a time, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves when they had, uh, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett and, and Marbury and whatever, like that was supposed to be something. And it, and it didn't, right? Yeah. For, not for these kinds of reasons. Um, uh, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets with uh, Kyrie and Harden and KD. Like, they were supposed to be something. And, again, different, different reasons. It just came apart. The Oklahoma City Thunder. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, they were they – were, yeah. And so you have these incredibly promising things that, like, what the hell happened there? So you can absolutely imagine that this is, and this is critically important, honestly, for this franchise, for the city. It's a, it's a defining period for the franchise, certainly. Um, you can absolutely imagine that they will get through this. They'll resume being one of the best teams in basketball and will continue to be for the next five to 10 years. You can also imagine that this is like, for one way, reason, or another, I'm just saying it's within the realm of possibility, the beginning of the end. Yeah. Oh, God. So that's why we come back to, I'm sick of hearing about it, but nothing else matters. <laughs> but nothing else matters. Yeah. In Memphis sports, it's just true. I'm sick of hearing about it, uh,
2: but nothing else matters. Um. I mean, it does, to your point, it does feel like an inflection point. Oh,
3: totally. What does that word mean, by the
2: way? I mean, I've always viewed like it. I, I,
3: it used to piece, it used to people used to use like a pivotal point or a turning point. It used to be a turning point. What is inflection? What is I've the definition kind of, of inflection? Google the word inflection while I tell people about bounty on broad. That'll make you feel better. You know what you need to do? You need to, it's a very healthy way of dealing with your stress. I'll say that because it's a beautiful restaurant on a beautiful street uh, it's got an incredibly happy vibe and uh, and it's got the best fried oysters I have ever eaten in my entire life. And if they sit down, get a uh, get a get a drink and some fried oysters, maybe you want the pork shank, maybe you want a full dinner, ah your troubles will fade away. This is again, a healthy way of dealing with your stress, putting a spring in your step. It's beautiful outside too. Phone number oh, uh, at bounty is 410-813-1410-8131. 410-8131. it's two 25- five. 1-9 Broad Avenue. What's inflection mean? A change in pitch or loudness of the voice. Oh, oh, yeah, change your inflection. Yes. And so we've now, we've taken that from the context of voice to Correct. being just a change. Yes. Uh, all right, we're going to come back. Chris Harrington's going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. we got Fish on Friday on Tuesday uh, after that. Our next segment is going to be a non-Jaw-related sports talk segment. If you, uh, if you can handle that. We'll do that next. Jeff Gawkins, show 92.9 FM ESPN.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better
2: And the Grizzlies come away with a win.
0: Ring it up and put the first division title on the board for your Memphis Grizzlies. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Los Angeles Lakers in Los Angeles at Crypto.com Arena. We'll pregame for it all day on 92.9. And the tip at 9 o'clock, Grizzlies Network at 8.30. Tip at 9 o'clock with Eric Castleton. Tonight on 92.9.
1: Mom, Dad sis here we go again
4: why are you in a suit picture if you will a world with the best network imaginable
1: i'm talking about the xfinity 10g network go on mom
4: remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online now you can binge
1: and Susie, we will have fast internet in the basement nice if you have any questions here's my card this is just your name on a gum wrapper introducing the 10g network
4: only from xfinity the future starts now now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network
0: launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless filling and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Frame Corner, Memphis's premiere in framing, has a special for spring sale.
2: 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get to framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at FrameCornerMemphis.com. That's FrameCornerMemphis.com. All you CDL
0: truck drivers and truck mechanics out there, are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connection and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefits of realizing their potential with trust and full support as a second-chance company. We offer competitive pay, signing bonuses, tool allowance for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. With weather starting to warm up, it's time to update your outdoor space with Lowe's. Right now, start prepping with lawn essentials like fertilizer. Get Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed Fertilizer starting at just $32.48. And tackle outdoor cleaning with powerful electric pressure washers starting at just $99. Visit us in-store or online to get a head start on your spring projects today. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 223 to 38 while supplies last. Selection varies by location.
4: At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save every day
0: on fresh dinner ideas. Bone-in USDA choice New York strip half loin or $6.99 a pound with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Now could be a good time
4: to learn another way to make a living. Learn a skill at MoreTech. Their grads, auto techs, welders, machinists, air conditioning techs, plumbers and electricians are earning more. 97% of MoreTech graduates get jobs. Worried about costs and tuition? Through Pell Grants and Tennessee Promise, eligible students will finish their degree without debt. Earn a degree, have zero debt, and be immediately qualified for skilled technical jobs or a trade. Learn a trade to make a living wage. Go to moretech.edu to learn more. That's moretech.edu.
2: Everyone
0: loves TV
4: Dad. On the next TV Dad presented by Progressive, TV Dad
0: gets us through heartache. (laughs) Chin-up sport. Oh, hey, TV Dad. You know what heals all wounds? Time? (laughs) No, it's remembering that drivers who switch and save with
4: Progressive could save hundreds. But Jen still doesn't want to be with me. (laughs) True. I actually saw her with your friend Brian earlier. Wait, what? Listen to your TV dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. You don't
0: need to find a pot of gold to strike it rich this March. Instead, win money on your tournament wagers with Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best team of odds makers in the business, so they're the safe bet when it comes to sports gambling. They also have one of the most extensive betting menus around, so no matter what you want to wager on come tournament time, Superbook is sure to have it. Download the Superbook app and start winning today. Visit superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem call 1-800-889- 9789. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot, so you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new Car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over. 700 quality pre-owned vehicles so if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants please let us know more than likely we have that at one of our other locations i'll deliver it straight to your driveway just like i will with any vehicle purchase there's no need to cross the river and come over but you do need to give us a call 870-238-7770 and of course we're always open at redriverfordtoyota.com
3: Consumer investigator Andy Wise here. I'm talking with longtime customers about why they love the shot nurse. What do you love about the shot nurse?
4: Because of my work, I have to get a lot of vaccines for travel, and the shot nurse always has everything I need. And I don't need an appointment. I love it.
3: For efficient wellness and immunization services, the shot nurse is your wise choice. Solutions you need with the personal touch. The shot
1: nurse. Trista Crick with BetQL. March Madness is almost here, and no sporting event has more trends to consult on when betting than that. Here's one to take to heart when picking a champion. Since 1985, 65% of all NCAA champs were won by a number one seed. We all want to play an underdog because the number's so good, but the truth is, it's almost always a blue chip who survives. I know betting a one seed isn't that fun, but it is very profitable. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books.
0: Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone on 92.9 FM ESPN.
3: Talking the Jeff Crockett's
0: show.
3: Shallow. I lied. We have, to, we have to talk about jazz some more, Jeffrey. Because what we were just talking about off the air... This is... It's funny. Like, I, w- I would not write this in a column. Radio is a very different format than writing. We just
2: can toss things around on radio. You write yeah, a column... You can, it's yeah, it's, you can talk. Column, it's a paper of record. Can you imagine...
3: Where this is, again, I don't wanna scare the hell out of people, but where this is the beginning of the end for Ja in Memphis.
2: Oh, can I imagine that for sure? I mean. It, but
3: it's funny, like you said, well, this has nothing to do with Memphis. If this, is not a, this is not because he was in
2: Memphis. This was, how does he blame Memphis for this? Well, I mean, how does he go live on Instagram on his own account? Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, the thing that I thought was very weak. I thought the NBA, the NBA, in uh, all parties will deny this, but the NBA basically put the ball in the Grizzlies' court to make the disciplinary action against Ja, and by doing so, you could sow the seeds, if you will, of discontent between Ja's going to
3: resent the Grizzlies for suspend, quote unquote, suspending him. Correct. I actually see it as a as a. If this were to, and again, I'll scare you, whatever. Here's what what I hope. Uh, What I hope is, is that uh, this is a blip, and then in five years, Ja is is a beloved, still all-star member of the Grizzlies who at that point has won a a title and prayed down Beale Street in a story of great redemption, not unlike the Zeebo story, only all within the city of Memphis, right? I hope yeah. I hope that is what unfolds, and I can 100% see that as being a possibility. Indeed, you can imagine a world where Ja casts it as even more, like everyone is out to get us still, you know, like whatever. He sees what is happening in the broader universe, right. and he says, "I'm not, screw all those people. Memphis are my people, you know, whatever. I can also, I, I take your point that uh, it's possible that because of this, he's going to resent the Grizzlies for suspending him. So much of this is big business,
2: just massive business, right? Yes, at, at a level we've never seen.
3: That, let me ask you this. If tomorrow, it can't, can't happen tomorrow, but if this offseason, let's just say, Ja were, not, again, not going to happen, We're traded to the New York Knicks, right? Again, I'm just, put, whatever, you know, or to the Lakers, or were to, go, to go one of the, 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 glamour, the franchise. glamour franchises. Do you think they'd be upset with Ja waving a gun in New York? Or do you think they'd be set with Jaw waving a gun in LA? Or do you think they would kale him as the conquering freaking hero? It would be a fresh start in a new market, superstar. We're gonna remarket him here. It's gonna like that. To me, is a oh. I
2: think there'd also be smearing of Memphis. You know.
3: Oh yeah, there'd be, there'd be a smearing yeah. of Memphis in it too. Hey, he too much. He got too much Memphis in him.
2: Yeah, it's it's not true, but that would be the smear campaign. Yes.
3: I can't imagine that. To me, is the 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 worst of the scenario. But uh, again, um, is entirely within the realm of all things now are possible. All things now are possible. Okay, now, now, now. I am going back to what okay. I said before. Uh, we do have some uh, some good news, Kendrick uh, Davis, third team, third team, Sporting News All American, yep. third team, Sporting News All American.
2: Um, Fourth player in program history to be named to the Sporting News All-American team. The others, um, Keith Lee, 1983 and
3: 1985, was a Sporting News All-American. I bet he was a first-team, I would imagine. Penny Hardaway in 1993 was a Sporting News All-American. I suspect he was a (laughs) first-team All-American. And CDR in 2008 was a Sporting News All-American. Uh, Kendrick Davis is uh, now the fourth uh, player in program history to be a Sporting News All-American. The first Tiger, according to Parth over there at the Daily Memphian, his story is up about this. He's the first Tiger to earn All-American honors of any kind since Will Barton. Will Barton in 2012. Barton was third team. Sure enough, Parth reports Lee Hardaway and CDR we're all first-team sporting news picks. Uh, when you look at the at the at the teams, do you have the teams? In, can you get the teams in front of you? The other Sporting News All-American teams, um, and see if and see if we can see if we can get outraged that he got shafted. Is Marcus Sasser ahead of him?
2: I think he is. All right. So is first it, team. Here's the first team. Zach Eady. Hard, hard to argue that. Yeah. Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana. Jalen Wilson from Kansas. Brandon Miller from Gonzaga. Drew Timmy. Oh, I beg your pardon. Brandon Miller from Alabama. Drew mm-hmm. Timmy from yeah. Gonzaga. Second team, Jaime Jaquez of UCLA. Azulas Tubelis mm-hmm. from Arizona. Marcus Sasser from Houston. Jalen Pickett from Penn State. Is he just
3: rewarded for being on a better team? Is he had a better year than
2: Kendrick Davis? best player on a better team.
3: That's, that's I mean why, they're on the number, one, why is, they're the number yeah. 1 team. They they feel like they you got to give them a number. He is the best player. Well, maybe he's the best player. He is yeah, he's, yeah. he's considered generally considered to be the best player on the on the player with the best
2: numbers the on the number yeah. 1 team in the country. And the, yeah,
3: I don't I I'm going to be outraged by that. And on a much more balanced team. You know, he didn't Yeah. He wasn't required to to do everything. Well, good for Kendrick Davis. Um the bracketology. You have some bracketology thoughts.
2: Uh yes, Jeff. This was from the athletics story this morning about uh you know where where everyone stands. Uh Eamon Brennan is their bracketologist. And Eamon said this about Memphis's tournament. Chances uh here we go. There's no getting around it. The opportunity cost of Houston guard Jamal Shedd's onions moment Sunday afternoon was massive for the Tigers. win over the best team in the country probably would have made Memphis a lock or at least something very close to it. Instead, the Tigers remain in the field but have to dodge a potentially damaging loss in the American Athletic Conference Tournament this week before they can feel safe about their situation. Do you think they have to dodge a potentially damaging loss? you, You don't think so. No, I, I I think we're past that. I do, too. Uh, this was also what John Gasaway of ESPN wrote about the Tigers. He lists them in the should-be-in category. So instead of I work, think work to better. do yeah. should-be-in. Should-be-in. I, I tend to agree with John. If you must lose at home on the final day of the season, make sure you lose to the number 1 team in the country on a buzzer beater. Memphis fell by two at home to Houston on a last-second winner by Jamal Shedd. The Tigers would uh, doubtless love another chance to play the Cougars in the American tournament, but at this point, Penny Hardaway's team doesn't really need that opportunity. Memphis is being projected as a number 9 seed on the strength of wins over Texas A&M and Auburn. Two losses to Houston by a total of 10 points also speaks highly of the Tigers. I fall much more in line with
3: that. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Okay. Um, Ole Miss reportedly has spoken with Chris Beard, the uh, controversial – Former coach at Texas, uh, you have been skeptical of whether they would hire him given his uh, recent track record. Um, do you think? Do you think maybe there's something there? First I, of all, you point out he's got Jimmy Sexton
2: as agent. Jimmy now. Sexton is that's his always, agent. always, that's always wise. Yeah. Ole Miss and hirings can be a weird place. I will say this. If you are going, if you're not going to hire Chris Beard, they have had multiple opportunities to kill the speculation. Because if you don't kill the speculation, you wind up, I think, in the same spot that Tennessee was in in football when they would let the John Gruden rumors run wild. And eventually, you weren't, you could have killed it. Like you weren't hiring John Gruden, you could have killed it. Instead, it built up your fan base to think they're getting John Gruden. Then you wind up with Greg Shiano. And then everyone's all upset about Greg Schiano, So the fact that Ole Miss has not done so and continues to be a very serious player, at least, or at least they seem to be vetting him very seriously at this point, I wouldn't say, like, he's a leader in the clubhouse by that stretch of the Can imagination. the fact that Texas Tech, which is where Chris Beard used
3: to be, yes, uh, and, of course, they have um, – they have suspended, is that the word? they Mark Adams. Correct, they suspended Mark Adams. Mark Adams for, uh, he, Mark Adams will tell you that he was simply quoting scripture about right. servant, uh, uh, being a servant and a, a yes. leader and whatever else. Uh, the, the, to the player, evidently, it came across as some sort of endorsement of slavery uh, or whatever. Right. Uh, and he was suspended for his insensitive comments. If they, here's the point. If they are if this is a way of of greasing the skids to get rid of Mark Adams, is there some thought that Chris Beard could go back to Texas Tech and therefore there's a little scramble brewing between Ole Miss
2: Texas Tech? And another yes, there that is I have seen that rumored and I don't I wouldn't I'm not dismissive of it. There's also the possibility of what happens with Texas. I've seen Jerome Tang's name the Kansas State head yeah. coach be attached to that and there's also thought that if Kansas State were to come open that, that would be another place, be another place for Chris Beard doesn't so
3: you think he's not going to have to serve out a year in purgatory now
2: uh, i'm i think that's where it's trending
3: it's interesting what you can do and what you can't do uh and uh get the uh, charges dismissed uh, i suppose uh, anyway um other news lebron last night lebron tweeted he this is real right Yes, this is real because there was the, there were there. Occasionally, you can be suckered in by, yes. by the, the world because LeBron is sitting especially there, especially on the internet. You watching, ball sack sports, yeah, I can always get watching you. basketball, and he tweets, "Man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass tonight." S lightweight, hilarious. What do you make of LeBron? tweeting that his son is better than some of the cats he's watching on league Pass. pass in the NBA. Of course this came, uh, by the way, on a night when Grant Williams and, and Lester Quinones probably enjoyed this. (laughs) Uh, Grant Williams had a chance to, uh, to win the game for the Celtics and was, um, uh, frozen by Donovan Mitchell. You could see Donovan Mitchell, uh, uh, there were 0.8 seconds left. The score was tied at 109-109. Grant Williams had two foul shots. Grant Williams said to Donovan Mitchell, I'm going to make them both. He thereupon missed them both. Mm-hmm. So was, was the cats that he was talking about, did they include Grant Williams? And what do you make of the LeBron tweet? I personally don't think, and again, who am I? Like LeBron is wildly more successful in life than I am and, uh, and seems to have raised a fine son in Bronny. I don't think he's doing Bronny any favors, though.
2: I certainly don't think he's doing any favors, but I also think LeBron is a very calculated individual. Uh huh. And I mean, so what's that all about? He's just making it clear. What's I think he, he's setting up? He's he's making his wishes known. At some point, he wants to play with Bronny. He does.
3: Well, he's made those wishes known. So uh, that was fascinating. All right, and then uh, it is a big day in the NFL because it is the day for tags, for franchise day. tags. Uh, if you have a free agent out there and you can't come to agreement with said free agent, um, this is the day if you want to slap. That's what you do with tags. I slap a tag on them. You don't just put a tag you on slap them. slap the tag on You could tag them, mm-hmm. but what you really do is you slap, you slap a tag, the tag on, on them. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to slap a tag on someone, this is the, the last day to do it. So, so far, uh, Tony Pollard. Yep. He's got the tag slapped on him. Mem- to Memphis.
2: Pride uh, of Memphis and like trying, High School. It did seem like they were trying to work on a – the other reason you slap the tag on someone is if you want to continue and extend contract negotiations. You negotiation. can continue
3: to do that Correct. and then, take the, then remove the tag. Yes. It's, always, it's hard to remove tags, Correct. but you can remove the tag. Yes. Do, do we know how much Tony Pollard is going to be 10. making?
2: 10.1 if he were to play under the franchise if tag. If he's
3: going to play under the franchise tag, uh, but they can continue to talk, so maybe they extend him. Others, uh, Evan Ingram's already been slapped with a tag, yep. former Ole Miss tight end, now in Jacksonville.
2: Uh, Darren Also, Payne, Calvin Ridley has been reinstated. And he's been, that's, yes. that's true. Not slapped with a tag. No.
3: Just reinstated from his uh, gambling misadventures. Uh, Darren Payne uh, from the Commanders slapped with a tag. Uh, Josh Jacobs, the Raiders, are slapping him yep. with the tag. And then, of course, the, um, we know that if the Ravens don't reach an agreement with Lamar, he will be right. slapped with the tag. And I imagine, well, I don't know, is he going to get the exclusive tag or the non-exclusive tag? I think he's going to get the exclusive tag. The way that it works is there's an exclusive tag. It right. comes with a higher price. You've got to pay him more. Uh, but then, then, then you got them. Then they have to play for you. Um, or there's the non-exclusive tag, which means that another team could come in and, and match it. Negotiate. Or, and yeah. Negotiate and with, with give you two first-round draft picks, and then they can have that player. So, um, But I suspect Lamar will get – I mean, they've said they're going to tag him. If they, can't, if they can't reach an agreement with him, they will tag him. And then just it, this weird situation. Just the exact same situation they were in. On.
2: Yeah. He becomes the new Kirk Cousins. They just keep tagging him.
3: Just keep tagging him. Um so that has happened Derek Carr to the Saints for a pretty damn lucrative deal no or just, was it less than people imagined it would be
2: I mean it, it wasn't the number thrown around 35 million and it seemed like it was 35 million a year yeah. I mean I think if you look there's still more deals to be done but based on next year's contracts he would be the that's like that's tied with Kirk Cousins for the tenth, you know, the tenth quarterback salary. Like that's just kind of the when people are laughing at Daniel Jones, I think. And what do you think of the Saints with Derek Carr as their quarterback? I mean, listen to this murderer's row of a division. <sighs> Kyle Trask with the Bucs mm. right now. Yeah, does that get does that, that get you going? I
3: don't know. I don't want you want to want to mess with that. Yeah.
2: Desmond Ritter with the Falcons. Desmond Ritter was not great this year. Right. And then. Who the heck knows what the Panthers are going to do? The Panthers perhaps are talking to Phillip Rivers. You have potentially bringing back Sam Darnold. They had Matt Corral who was injured, but that was a front office that didn't draft him. I mean, Derek Carr is unquestionably the best quarterback in the division. That's That That is just awful. A horrific
3: division. It is horrific. Uh, so, right, I guess it makes some sense then for uh, some some sense for the Saints to do that. Geno Smith also is going back, which people had predicted to the Seahawks, and at a number that seems, you know, three years, hundred five million dollars.
2: Yeah, and I don't think it's fifty, essentially guaranteed. 52. 52 guaranteed. I that's kind of what you would expect. Like he got rewarded for his good play this year. That's not a long term commitment. And it's, it's a good yeah. You're, you're, not paying, you're not
3: paying your quarterback 60 million bucks. You're, it's a good mid-level salary for a quarterback. And if you're Geno,
2: you're in a place that you like, yeah. and they like you.
3: Finally, you, you yeah. get to play, and you have a— never, it, it never looked like Geno Smith would amount to anything. Oh. And, uh, and, and now he has, so good for him. Um, we also had rumors from Rich Eisen. Yesterday, mm-hmm. A series of rumors. He gave he, out his five best, best rumors, rumors from the combine. So one was that Phillip Rivers was trying to get back last year. Yes. Evidently, Coach in high school did not. Did After not,
2: all the injuries, like he'd contacted, I believe, the, the Niners. He looks around and said, I, yes. I can, I can, I can play do this.
3: Here. Is he still, is the rumor that he's still trying to get back or that he's he last apparently year? apparently considered being a backup. Uh, so that was one rumor. Another rumor
2: was that Tom Brady is not done. That was his number one rumor was that from the combine, <sighs> lot of scat, a, lot, a lot of scuttlebutt, that Tom Brady was not done in the the team to watch was the Miami Dolphins again. Aaron Rodgers um what do you think of that by
3: the way? Would would he would would you would you at some point you start rolling your
2: eyes at people when they keep coming back, right? He he even specifically said, "I know you only get to do this once." So th- that's true. You're right. So I guess maybe once you've already gone back like what's a third time? Well, you know, I think about it.
3: It, it, there's some things that you, you, you lose some credibility the more you do them. One of, here's one of them. Weddings. Right? Yes. Like weddings. Like I occasionally wonder, if I get married again, if I'm ever so lucky as to be married again, would I have a wedding? Right. The party. Like, I the, mean, the, a, Yes. A, a yes, big, uh, a robust Not a wedding. ceremony, but yes. I don't just mean my three kids and, and Scott Morris, right. who was his birthday yesterday, by the way. If you see Scott Morris out there in the streets of Memphis today, wish him happy birthday because yesterday was belated. Wish him happy belated birthday. Uh, they were lighting up the bridge in, in honor of Church Health's anniversary, too. That was nice. Uh, so I think 35th, maybe, anniversary. Church Health, one of the great organizations in this city. So yeah, I could have... Uh, I could have, like, my kids and, and Scott Morris, uh, you know, officiating. And, but I mean 100 people to a wedding. Can, can you, you do be that? Best,
2: can you be best you man and officiate?
3: Said, you just said death to death to us part. And yes. There's, that's not how it worked out. I think I'd feel silly. I, I think if I would. It will not stop me from getting married. There are other things that might stop me from getting married. Uh, but, but it, it, like, you need the bride. Right, but I think I would feel silly.
2: Yeah, in the end, though, if it's an excuse to have a party, has anyone ever turned that down? You know what I mean. And what you're now? When did you get divorced? One. But when did you get divorced? Oh, I got 08? divorced
3: like I don't. You know, I lose track. Oh, eight something like that.
2: I mean, that's fifteen years—a pretty significant period of time. It's when you Between have the this... parties. Well, and the, and the wedding was like ninety-three. Yeah, or four. but it's like when you have like. It's been 18 months since you got divorced. That's when it starts to be like, eh. Okay. Uh, anyway, so Brady, you think? You think? I still think no. I just know he looked like he was scared to get hit, and I just don't. That, I, I heard Eli talking about this, Eli Manning saying he knew when he was done when he would watch other guys get hit, and you're like, oh, that looks like, that <laughs> <laughs> like God. He's like, oh, yeah, One uh, of the rumors that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay, that's hardly even a rumor anymore, right? I, I don't even know what to believe. Like, it, I still think in the end they're most likely to wind up back together for another year. And then out of the combine itself, uh,
3: the big star of the show, the big star of the show, Anthony Richards, the quarterback the, from Florida who tested off the charts, lit it up. Andy Staples has a piece over the Athletic about whether he. Uh, uh, the the a the the guy who's working the the quarterback expert who's working with uh with Anthony Richardson also worked with Brock Purdy and his goal is back to back draft picks yes because Brock Purdy was the last in the last draft I think he picked a now, better now he, he wants to get the yeah. number one pick in that would be great to have the, this back, draft yeah back to back I don't believe he'll go number one but there is a real thought now because of his numbers that seems. Increasingly likely he's going to go top 10. Oh, I think he might have passed Levis. Well, and then the other question is, is there's a thought that Will Levis is the perfect fit, or either of them really, but in Indianapolis because the OC, I mean, the head coach was the yes. OC in Philadelphia, worked with Jalen Hurts, yes. an imperfect, pa- an imperfect quarterback yes. with physical tools, and so either of those guys would fit very well in Indianapolis.
2: I suppose I can see that. Like, I will admit, Jalen Hurts has me thinking. Well, they can at least talk themselves into it. Yeah, they, thinking that Indianapolis like, could talk them. And into. Anthony, let's be clear, Anthony Richardson is a generational type athlete. I mean, he's 250 well, pounds and, you're and, you're rim. Th- and, he, and he threw just as well as the other. I watched. I watched the. You throwing. watched it. Yeah, that's Jeff. That's my favorite thing.
3: He didn't throw just as well as they – they said there was not – C.J. Stroud is a ball placement – what is he? Yes, ball specialist? placement
2: specialist, yes. That's a good that's, – that's good, yes. by the way. Mm-hmm. Whoever came up with yes. ball placement always specialist. Always puts the balls in the right place.
3: That is good. Um, the, 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 the things I was reading were – there was not a demonstrable difference between C.J. This Stroud. is why I
2: don't read, Jeff. I use these eyeballs. <laughs> and I, I trust that the what, NFL what Network – see? I saw exactly what I've always seen. Like, he is a freak and he hasn't been has driving the ball.